This is Meatless, a podcast about eating from how we get to next. I'm Alicia Kennedy, a food and drink writer. I'll be having conversations with chefs, writers, and more about how their personal and political beliefs determine whether or not they eat meat. The show asks the question, how do identity, culture, economics, and history affect a diet? In this episode, I talked to Toby Bugiani, owner of Adelina's in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. While the restaurant has always been vegan-friendly, in 2019, it's now completely vegetarian. We discuss how he ended up in food, the natural vegetable-forward nature of Italian cuisine, and what this shift could mean for business. Thank you so much, Toby, for being here. <laughs> Can you uh, tell me about where you grew up and what you ate? Uh, um, so I grew up, uh, I was born in Rome. Uh, my mom is American. My dad is Tuscan. Uh, my dad is a painter. My mom is an educator. And they met in Rome and uh, and they had us. Uh, so And we lived a little bit outside of Rome, a place called Isola Farnese, which is sort of northeast of Rome proper, but it's still kind of within like the the Rome area. Um, uh, and when we were five or six, we moved to New York City, and I think that was 1977, 78-ish. Uh, um, and yeah, so I, I guess I, I grew up in like, it was a, both of my parents are super, super liberal. Uh, um, uh, uh, my mom became sort of, uh, she was the lower school head of Little, Little Red Schoolhouse. And my dad was sort of this, you know, still is this kind of um, crazy painter, performance artist, etc. So we grew up, uh, and I have a twin brother. Uh, uh, so we grew up uh, eating many different things. Um uh, from, I mean, we were definitely not vegetarian growing up, but we grew up, uh, my, and my dad was um, a really good cook. My mom was a, a good cook <laughs> in her own right, but uh, my dad was uh, an exceptionally good cook. And so we grew up uh, sort of instilled with uh, the wonders of vegetables, especially like in Italy, uh, vegetables are absolutely amazing. So we sort of grew up uh, really loving vegetables and learning about vegetables um, and olive oil and all kinds of things. Uh, and we also grew up kind of instilled with, uh, you know, very kind of, uh, liberal point of view, um, uh, with sort of, I mean, I hate the term, but like kind of a social justice point of view. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know what else to say about it, but <laughs> besides like, yeah, we grew up sort of eating many things and experimenting with food and, um, uh, and, but I think those two qualities kind of, uh, 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 somehow like intertwined and, and eventually I, I decided that, uh, eating meat was not such a great thing. Um, and I, I became sort of, you know, both my brother and I, my brother's vegan actually. Oh, wow. So, so when yeah. did you become vegetarian? Uh, I, I sort of toyed with it probably in early, uh, high school. But I didn't become fully vegetarian probably until I was like 
19 or 20, I'd say. But I had, so I, you know, I grew up in New York City uh, after a certain age and um, I, my brother and I were both kind of um, scholarship kids at this Upper East Side fancy high school. And we felt very kind of, um, uh, very much like outsiders because we grew up uh, in Greenwich Village. We grew up very poor because <laughs> my mom was a teacher and my dad was a painter. So we shared like a tiny apartment. My brother and I had a bunk bed and uh, we ended up going to school with, uh, you know, both like um, for uh, elementary school and high school. We went to school with kids who were much wealthier than us. Um, so it was kind of a weird thing where we, we had a great education, et cetera, but we were kind of surrounded by people that were, you know, had nothing to do with, <laughs> with our lives outside of school. And so I guess I, uh, I had always had this sort of sense of, of, uh, not really belonging. And I, I guess in, uh, by late high school, I got into some, I got into like really heavy drugs and I sort of cleaned up, uh, eventually. And, it, um, it was friends and I, I was like kind of a punk rock kid, uh, growing up like downtown in New York city in the late eighties, uh, early nineties, most of the kids that I was surrounded by were kind of punk rock kids. Uh, we all, many of us were like writing graffiti and we were generally <laughs> kind of crazy kids. Um, so I got into like sort of heavy drugs and then I kind of cleaned up. Uh, but, um, uh, it was a, a number of friends who were, um, in sort of the New York hardcore movement, which, uh, you know, a lot of that is kind of what's called straight edge, uh, um, helped me kind of, when I came back to New York city, sort of stay away from like heavy drugs and sort of, and, and, uh, they were vegetarian and I had always kind of leaned in that direction, but hadn't been exposed to enough people to know that that was kind of like an okay way to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that was really helpful. I, I became vegetarian. I sort of um, had a very different lifestyle, uh, worked out, kind of ate vegetables. Uh, and of course, I had always loved cooking. And it was a really easy transition for me. I, I didn't miss meat at all, um, you know, because my dad kind of grew up showing us how to cook, et cetera. I had a plethora of things to eat and make and... I was always super happy about it. Right. And when did you decide to pursue food professionally? Uh, it was pretty late. I mean, I, I kind of, I kind of stumbled around, like after I, I went to school for literature, uh, but you get out of college and uh, I was, I guess I was a literary scout for a while and I, uh, but I, I had a hard time and I, I liked writing fiction, but I don't think I was a good enough writer or didn't have like the persistence to sort of stay with it. Uh, and I also didn't have, um, a trust fund. So (laughs) it was, I, you know, I was sort of, um, I had to face certain realities about like where I was like economically. And so I, I got into, you know, it was, I guess like the early, you know, I don't, I guess it was like 
90s, 2000s, like when there was like the internet bubble and I got into sort of um, uh, software development uh, on a very uh, small level. Like I was, uh, you know, I think I was, my title was like producer or something where I, I knew a little bit about stuff, but basically I was um, coordinating what other people were doing. Um, and I kind of did that type of work mostly for like educational software companies for a while. And as time went on, like I really realized it wasn't for me. Uh, I also was getting older and there was always like, you know, an 18 year old kid who knew like 10 times more than what I did. And I, I decided it wasn't like the right field for me. So I did kind of bounce around a bit. And then I started uh, managing this old school cafe in Greenwich Village called Cafe Reggio. Uh, and I did that for, I think it was like uh, six or seven years. Uh, but towards the end of it, I started thinking about opening my own place. Uh, and it was, what I had in mind was uh, pretty much kind of like a wine bar with a few food items. Um, and I eventually, after a few years, did open a place in Greenpoint and I had sort of a very limited menu, but people were coming in to eat. <laughs> so uh, very quickly, I had to kind of ramp up the menu, and uh, and that's what I did. Uh, but I, I really had not had any sort of professional kitchen cooking experience. So it was a little bit mind-blowing, because I was the only guy in the kitchen, uh, and I was... Um, working like insane hours. And then over time I was able to sort of pull one person in, then another person. Um, and now, uh, seven years later, I have a, a really great vegetarian chef in the kitchen from Rome and, uh, the food is great, et cetera. And why did you want to open a wine bar specifically? Um, well, one, I wanted to do mostly vegan and vegetarian food. Uh, so I wanted to, um, limit the amount of food to things that, that I knew that I could make well. Uh, and two, I love wine. <laughs> right. Uh, what was the menu like when you first opened? Uh, it was, it was really time. I mean, I'd been visiting friends in, um, Naples and Naples is a crazy city. It's, a, it's, uh, to me, it's like the one bastion in Italy that's left that still, uh, retains kind of its soul that hasn't been sort of, um, globalized to some degree. It's still very, very much Naples. It's both dangerous and beautiful and ugly and creative. And it's just a really cool place. Um, and, uh, this friend of ours, Alessandra brought us to, uh, this really sketchy neighborhood. And, uh, she had me eat this thing called pizza frita, which is like this, for, you know, pizza with like fried dough. And I was like, holy crap, this is crazy. Um, and so we ended up, uh, so that was kind of became like the, the main item that, and I made like a bunch of bruschetta and salads, et cetera. Uh, but sort of the, the, and some pastas and so on, but I decided I was going to make a pizza. I also had very, you know, I opened the restaurant with probably about a third of the money that most people need to open a restaurant. So everything was really DIY. I took this, you know, I found a, uh, a place where a restaurant had gone under. So a lot of the bones were there. So I didn't have to, you know, install like the, 
the hood on the roof, et cetera. I sort of saved money wherever I could. And I didn't have enough money to do, to get like a serious pizza oven. And with this, you know, flash fried pizza, I was able to work with, with a regular oven and still make really good pizza. So a lot of what I did was uh, contingent on the equipment that I could purchase. Uh, and everything I bought was like secondhand. Like there's these, like when restaurants go under, there's like these kind of um, auctions that happen. So I was able to sort of uh, get everything for very little money. Um, and I somehow squeaked by <laughs> was able to open this place. But you did have meat on the menu at some point, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've always had, uh, until actually today, uh, <laughs> we've, we're now fully vegetarian and vegan. Uh, I always had uh, a menu that was like n about 90 or 95% vegan and vegetarian and a little bit of free range meat. Uh, and, you know, quite honestly, I hated doing it, but... Uh, uh, the reason I did it was that I wanted to make sure that I could still pay the rent right. and my kind of r rationale for it was it's better to have a restaurant here in this location that is 90% vegan and vegetarian than that place going under and another place opening in that space that is not at all yeah. <laughs> it's like fully like meat heavy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what inspired you to kind of cut it out for this year? Um, you know, it's something I've, I'd always wanted to do from the beginning. Uh, and I've been very cautious about, uh, taking that final plunge until I felt like, um, there were enough vegetarians and vegans that knew we existed that, um, that I felt like we could, you know, support the cost of the restaurant, um, on, people knowing, you know, with, with just vegans and vegetarians coming in and omnivores who were okay with a <laughs> vegan and vegetarian place. <laughs> right. And I feel like Adelina's has been kind of a go-to for vegans for a little while. Um, yes. and how do you think that happened? Cause I feel like it was like, I don't think you advertised as such, but like all of a sudden everyone was just like, oh, there's cashew mozzarella here. And like, we all knew all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. I don't know exactly, <laughs> but, um, I, like all of that is a mystery to me. Right. Uh, but I, I did, you know, what I tried to do was, um, like last year I did a bunch of events that were, which I called perfect pairings where I had sort of natural winemakers visiting and, uh, vegan chefs. And I would pair like food items from the vegan chefs with, uh, natural wines from the winemakers and both the chef would be there and the, the winemaker. And it was a way for me to sort of break open two silos and mix these two different groups, uh, you know, two, two different loves of mine. One is like vegetable focused food and, and the other was, uh, uh, natural wines, uh, which are also incidentally vegan. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm not really sure because I don't, I am definitely not a marketing guru. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I try to do things that, um, that are of interest to me. And I was hopeful that other people would find it interesting. And, um, yeah. And, and somehow like it seems to have, 
uh, worked out okay. <laughs> right. And I think natural wine and vegetarian or vegetable focused food kind of have a natural affinity, but I'm not sure why I think that or feel that way. But is that true? Like, is, is it, is pairing, so. yeah, are those yeah. pairings more? I, well, I think that they, you know, there's a lot of commonality in that, um, uh, I, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, generally the kind of vegetables we get, like they're grown by farmers who give a shit and mm -hmm. natural wines are wines that are made on really small scale by winemakers that give a shit. And in that they're, you know, like when you go to like, um, uh, sort of conventional wines, they'll make, you know, a run of like 500,000 cases or something or 200,000 cases. Whereas uh, a natural winemaker maker might make like 5,000 bottles, <laughs> which is like infinitesimally smaller. Yeah. Uh, and it's all done by hand. Like it's basically like wine done the right way. And I think, and I feel the same way about, you know, vegetable, like people who are growing vegetables and so on. Uh, it's about, um, you know, caring about what you're, what you're pulling out of the earth. And, uh, but I, you know, I'm oddly also you know, a real kind of hedonist in that way. I actually really enjoy really good vegetables and really good wine. And, uh, um, I have a hard time like drinking a conventional wine or, or eating, you know, um, food from a chain or something like that. I just I'm not interested. Right, you know? right, right. And a lot of people might think, especially if they're used to like Italian American food, that it's meaty and super cheesy and, and everything. And how, how is the food at Adelina's different from those ideas? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, Italian food can be very meaty and, you know, have a lot of cheese, et cetera. But, uh, you know, I, Italian, it's so strange to me, like when I hear that, because <laughs> it's like this tiny peninsula that's, I think like roughly the same, uh, size as New York state, but within that space, there are so many cultural variations and food variations. And you can go from like one town to another and they'll make completely different food. Uh, so it's, it's kind of, um, like food culturally extremely concentrated. It's like this, like really concentrated place with lots and lots of different cuisine. Uh, so it hasn't been difficult for me to sort of pull out all these different um, vegetable-focused dishes, like, from all over Italy. But, you know, I focus mostly on Roman stuff. Uh, but there's there's just such a plethora of great, great things, like, coming out of Italy as far as um, uh, vegan and vegetarian food. What would How would you describe uh, a Roman style of, of cooking? Uh, I, I, I would just sort of point to, um, the vegetables that are around Rome, um, principally like, you know, like some of the best things that come from around Rome are artichokes, um, amazing tomatoes, amazing arugula, um, uh, asparagus, um, there's, uh, zucchini, like specific zucchini, like there's the, um, um, uh, the Romaneschi cauliflower. There's just specific vegetables that come from that area that are beautiful. And there's dishes that go back to Roman times, even that are, that have been around forever that are 
absolutely amazing. And, you know, of course we take these dishes and we kind of look at them from many different sides and then sort of make, you know, make our rendition of them. Right. And how has, do you anticipate the reaction to the total change of the menu being negative at all? God, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that we're going to piss some people off. Yeah. Uh, But I have a feeling that, um, that it'll be okay. You know, I, you know, it's such a small change. I mean, literally we're taking two dishes off the menu, (laughs) many dishes. So, um, you know, I, I, I can't see it as being like a huge problem. I think by this point, like, you know, even like meat eaters that come into Adelina's know that, you know, um, that we're mostly not that. And, and I kind of had always looked at it as like, uh, uh, you know, kind of like the gateway drug to like vegetable and, you know, because like a lot of people would come in and end up eating vegan or vegetarian without really thinking about it because there's just that, that many options for them to eat meat. So, right. um, it was, um, you know, it was a way for me to sort of, uh, push my own sort of philosophy about food without, uh, hitting people over the head with it. Right, right, right. And were those meat dishes super popular? Uh, well, they, they sold well, but I would say, um, at least like 70% of people that I think were probably meat eaters were not eating meat coming into Adelina. So I think all in all, um, sure, you know, like they were popular, but they weren't, you know, I think people will be okay without them. Right, right, yeah. right. And are you still making the cashew cheese in-house? Yes. Although, uh, <laughs> drum roll, like we are actually, um, I tasted, um, I, I got in touch with Numu mm-hmm. and um, had them send us a sample. We sort of put them side by side and like made a number of different tests with like the different pizzas we make. And I feel like uh, that um, cheese that much, you know, mozzarella, like vegan mozzarella is better. So we are, um, we're about to switch over to Numu. Um, I also like supporting, you know, I think they, they spend a lot of time and effort into like making their cheese and we want to support people that are doing something cool. I think, I feel like that's, you know, generally I, f- I feel like there's more excitement in, plant-based cuisine right now, you know, if you look at all the different types of cuisines that are being made, I, I feel like there's the most sort of change and, um, general growth in like in vegan food more than any other sort of cooking segment. Uh, and, and I'm also more excited by it than I have been by anything else. Um, so, and I, and I really do feel like, um, you know, vegan cheese is, is, uh, you know, really growing. Like there's, right. there's a lot of people doing some really interesting thing with things with, uh, vegan cheese. Uh, so I, I'm kind of, ex- you know, I'm excited to support people that are doing that and I'm excited to sort of experiment more. Like we want to sort of eventually put, um, a vegan cheese plate, a cheese board on our menu once we're, once we feel like it's ready. 
Are you going to be making those in-house? Or? Yes. Oh, cool. Those will definitely be making in-house. What are you experimenting with? Uh, I'm going to keep that <laughs> under wraps until we're happy with it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, Numu seems like the first vegan mozzarella that everyone likes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's good to support people that are doing, you know, like they're doing a great product, so... Absolutely, yeah, yeah. 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 I've only had it. Uh, I had it at Polly G's slice shop. So yeah, far. yeah, of yeah. course. But um, yeah, I mean, I think like Polly G's. I think Screamers is doing it right. on some of their pies. Um, yeah, they just opened a new, a new shop here in Crown Heights. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. They took over a big, old regular old, pizza. Old place. regular pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> I still have to go over them. there, but yeah. Um, so, does it change anything about how you run the restaurant to to take meat off completely, or no? Because it, it was such makes a small... me happier. Okay. Generally, <laughs> like, yeah, it means um, I have more of a clear conscience when I'm walking into my restaurant. Right, right, right. And do you think that New York has changed in the time you've been opened generally uh, in terms of its reactions to plant-based food? Absolutely. I think, uh, well, you know, when I was growing up, uh, there really weren't many options for vegans and vegetarians and there were vegans, but it was, um, there were much fewer vegans when I was growing up there, you know, uh, there were, I knew a lot of vegetarians and I knew a few vegans. Um, but I feel like that dichotomy is kind of flipped where, uh, a lot of people have gone vegan. Um, and I feel like sort of veganism has really come into its own. Uh, and I'm really happy about that. I think sort of morally and philosophically, I'm most aligned with veganism. And although I'm not fully vegan yet, uh, I eat mostly vegan, you know, I'd say about 80% of the time, uh, you know, I'm a long time, about 30 year vegetarian. Uh, but in, you know, the last five years or so I've, you know, I've really cut out eggs and I only eat cheese a little bit. Um, uh, and mostly that's sort of like to, you know, when I'm testing recipes for the restaurant and so on. Do you ever think you'll go vegan completely or? Yeah, I yeah. think I will. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, commit to anything, but I, you know, I'm sort of, um, philosophically I'm, I'm in agreement with veganism. Yeah. How, what do you think the philosophy of veganism is? Like, what is it to you? Oh, um, well, I guess it really does change from person to person and people are, uh, vegan for different reasons. Uh, um, I guess generally for me, uh, all of that, you know, is really about, um, animal rights. Uh, I mean, I'm, I think the other things are great. I'm really happy. I do believe that, um, that the science really points to, and facts really point to the fact that it's, you know, much better for the environment. Uh, um, I do think it's healthier, although, you know, I, there's probably arguments to be made both ways. Like, uh, you know, I've had discussions with people who I respect very much who are not vegan and they can point to their facts about why, um, you know, a vegan or vegetarian diet is not as healthy as a meat diet. I disagree. Uh, but I don't know if, I, I don't think there have been enough generations of vegans to really sustain, uh, that argument. My sense is that it is, mm -hmm. but but I don't know for sure. Um, I do think that 
even if it weren't, and let's say I died like five years earlier, um, it would be worth it to yeah. me. <laughs> like, I just don't see like, I, and I, I think, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, f I feel like it's better to, uh, not, uh, you know, I worry sometimes that, um, vegans can really, um, you know, be very strong with their agenda when they're talking to other people. And I don't know if that ultimately serves a good purpose. You know, I think people get entrenched, you know, like they get defensive and then, uh, there's no, you know, they're not open to the possibility of like, Oh, maybe I could be a vegan. Um, uh, you know, I think it's a really tricky thing. You know, uh, people just tend to, um, shy away from something that they don't know. Uh, and, um, and, and they get defensive when they, when they know that they could be doing something yeah. <laughs> and they're not. Uh, so I don't know what the, the right way of, you know, convincing people that it's kind of a better way to, to behave mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> like both to animals and to the planet and for your health, et cetera. But I do think, um, I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of, you know, qu like quietly like a, uh, animal rights supporter right. you know, without trying to be too pushy about it. Of course. You know? Yeah. For you is, is cooking a political act? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I think, you know, every time you go to the supermarket or, uh, you know, put something, you know, on a, on a burner or, you know, I, I think it's absolutely a political act. Um, I, I'm cognizant of it every time I cook something like, and, uh, but I don't think a lot of people are aware about that, you know, and I, I, you know, I think generally, um, the more people are educated about, uh, it's, it's so hard not to sound preachy about that <laughs> stuff. I'm going to stop it there. <laughs> like, I don't think, yeah, I mean, I think it is a political act. And I'll leave it at that uh, without sounding too preachy about it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, my pleasure. Great to see you. Yeah.